You are holy, you are righteous, you are wonderful. We give you all the praise and all the glory. We thank you because you are a shield and our buckler. Even in trying times, you are a shelter from the storms. Hallelujah. Father, we give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed and worshipped. Amen. Can somebody celebrate God? Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, good morning, everybody, please. Help me wish somebody good morning. Help me greet them as you take your seats in God's presence. Hallelujah. Praise God. There are some songs that will make you want to say, take your seat in God's presence. Amen. Hallelujah. Right. Um, good morning. Uh, please, what's the exchange rate now? And I'm not talking dollars. I mean naira to naira. I hear what is one to one ten, Abi. One to one naira ten kobo. If if you get the maths, ten percent, Abi. Okay. Um, so let me help somebody. Don't try and sell. They will catch you. They will catch you. They will carry you. The way they will carry you, you won't believe it. Praise God. No, that was real. They will actually carry you. Plus prophecy, plus cost, plus everything. So don't sell. Yeah. And then we have two weddings. Let me just book down now. We have two weddings on Saturday. When they spray you, I'm coming to collect. I will transfer. Because I need cash. I've told you down now. You can't tell me, hey, one thing, one thing. Somebody collected. Because you will still take it to bank. So give it to me. I will transfer. But usually I find out that transfers work at 6 a.m. So I quickly just do it. So you wait. That, that, okay, it's not just me. Okay. I thought it was my phone. Okay. <laughs> ah, but we flourish. God knew what he was saying when he said this year we flourish. <laughs> so God, God is not caught on our ways. It's not like, <gasps> I'm shocked. No, he's not. God is not shocked. He's not, um, taken by surprise. So he looked at the end of the year and he said that by the end of this year, these people would have said or will say that they flourished in 2013. So that's the promise. That's what you can hold on to. Amen. So please hold on to it though, because I'm not sure what else you can hold on to in this, um, climate, in this climate that we are in. Amen. Um, today is the first Sunday in the month of February. So God has been faithful. Um, it's not for that fast. January went very fast. But the fast just had a way of slowing things down. But we thank God we are here. Amen. So please um, help me put up... Where do we start from? Okay, let's start from Psalm 1. It's short, so we'll read the whole thing. Psalm 1. Okay, want to read. Blessed is the man... We are reading now. Blessed is the man that, walk not in the, that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. For his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bring forth his fruit in season. His leaves also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, 
but are like the shaft. Which... Therefore, the unglory shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Okay. Um, verse 3 sounds a lot like a word for the air, doesn't it? Okay. And it's just weird, and this is not even part of it. I saw it, and then I saw this, and I'm like, no. I, I, I was like, okay, it doesn't really flow with the with what I was, I was led to talk about today. But for both chapters, the Bible also talks about the flourishing. So in this one, it talks about the wicked. It says the wicked are not so. Abby? And then in um, um, Psalm 92... He actually talked about the flourishing of the wicked at the beginning. If you actually read the whole chapter before. Um, and then he first talked about it and said, yes, they are flourishing or it looks like they are flourishing, but they are being set up for destruction. All right. So I'm, I'm flowing a bit in, in, in the prophetic this morning. So just catch it down, hold it, write it down. They've been set up for destruction. Amen. All right. Um, don't worry. It's whether you say amen or not. It's fine. Um, like I said, it's, it's a bit interesting what God gave to me. But we'll touch a couple of things very quickly because I know we're still going to have a Thanksgiving um, a bit later. So two major things are happening this month. Two major life-changing things. Life-changing for some people. For most people, actually. Um, we are going to be having elections by the end of this month. Amen. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think you cut that one, have you? Yeah. God will not allow certain things or certain people. I can't even go fully into some of the things I got. I wrote them down so that I'll be sure that I wasn't running mad when I got them. Um, there are some things as far back as 1995 that I actually wrote down. And I realized that 1995 in two years' time will be 30 years. So it scares me how patient God can be sometimes to bring certain things to pass. Praise God. Now, the second thing, which is almost as important as the elections, is Valentine. What, you are hoping to hear something deep? It's deep. <laughs> What's wrong with you? It's very deep. Do you know how I know it's deep? Because nine months from now. You know, I said life-changing. Nine months, and we'll be counting. And I wasn't even talking about married people. That is how life-changing, life-transforming it can be if you choose not to have sense. <laughs> Praise God. And Pastor K has warned us. I'm sure for those of you that follow, don't let your wife tell you that uh, Valentine is a day like every other day and we love every other day. Obtain, collect everything you can collect on that day from your spouse. Amen. Praise Lord. Um, I've, I've been trying to to be nice. Some people have said that when I when I get to teach or preach, that sometimes it's like Cain. So I'm trying, but 
but you're not the one that sends me. So, we'll say what needs to be said. Amen. All right, so I was thinking about, so Valentine, it was actually a bit of a debate of Valentine, which we focus, oh, and that was actually one, don't worry, we won't, we won't talk about that yet. So, two things happening. They were supposed to be doing like the month of love and then there's elections and how, how do you marry the two? How do you bring the two together into a, a proper message? And, and the Holy Spirit just asked me, he said, what's in everything that we even need to do? What was the common denominator? And I, I don't know. Because one is love, one is like war. And I like the common denominator is you. You are literally having to go through the entire process of celebrating the month of love, as they call it. Even though, yes, I agree, every day we celebrate love. Amen. Don't worry, I'm preparing my, I'm pouring water down so that I don't have to do anything. Um, and then on the other hand, there's also the elections for which we all have the duty to do the right thing. Amen. But he said the common denominator is you. And then he said, but it is you in a way that has to be a bit different. And that's why I, we read these scriptures. It says, the righteous, and talks about all of that, but the Amplified Classic for the word for the year says the uncompromisingly righteous will do these things and then he will, he will flourish. Abby? And that is why we have to go to um, bless is a man who doesn't stand or sit or walk in the way of sinners. Abby? That is talking about being uncompromisingly righteous. Praise God. So, um, like I said, it's going to be short. I'm really trusting God. That we are going to be praying today. But, okay. First thing he said, remember who you are. You need to, in the, in the midst of everything. So, on one hand, we have politics. On the other hand, we have what? Violent love. Okay? We have all these two. But he's saying because you are the common denominator, first you need to be conscious of who you are in the midst of the two situations. You need to know who you are. Why do you need to know who you are? If you do not know who you are, then they will tell you who you are or what you should be doing in those two scenarios. And I've seen, especially with the political aspect of things, I've seen us be less than who we are supposed to be. Because we have gotten emotional. We have gotten very emotional when it comes to politics. I understand that the nation is going through a lot. But I also realize that God has called us out. And we are actually not supposed to be a part of the system. But we are supposed to be outside of the system while being residents within the system. I hope I'm making sense. But beyond that... Because you are an embassy. How many of you know that American embassy in Nigeria is not going through what we are going through right now? Do you realize that? Do you know that they are 
it's, it's almost like they are not in Nigeria. There was a time a, a, a couple of years ago, we actually saw them bringing in water. Like they were shipping in water from the U.S. for their staff to drink. Oh, it was so bad. Last time, I took my passport to go and renew my visa at the U.S. Embassy. The woman, Nigerian, very annoying woman like that, she removed, so I had, I think I had some passports together because no old, new, blah, blah, blah. So she removed it and she put, I was like, what that, what's wrong with my rubber band? She was like, and this one is Nigerian. She put Nigerian and U.S. rubber band to hold it together. They looked the same. I like, it's not your fault. <laughs> it's because they employed you. You're not feeling like an American. You're not. <laughs> but what am I saying? You're an embassy here on earth. And I, I, I was going to say ambassador, but I, I want you to have that mindset that you're an entity. So you're an embassy here on earth, the same way Israel was an embassy. And God decided to show himself through that embassy. So because you're an embassy here on earth, you cannot be tainted by the affairs of your guest or your host country. Is it host country they call it now? The one that you are eh. Because that is not your home country. That is not headquarters. Praise God. So, yes, we're on track. All right. So, like I said, you remember who you are. Remember who you represent. Remember the power and the message that has been given to you. Remember who you are. Remember who you represent. You don't represent Peter Obi. Some people are going to come and meet me after church. I will need protocol, security, everything. You do not represent that just for the handful that can't really put up your hand. You don't represent Tinubu. I know. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Man? And you don't represent Atiko. In this equation, just like when the angel appeared, I think it was to Joshua and said, whose side are you on? Joshua was asking and the angel was like, no, we don't do that. I'm on God's side. Praise God. If you are not mindful of these things, you'll be ensnared by the workings of this world to the point where you will lose focus on what is actually important. Praise God. You will lose focus. And then God will come and ask you, who sent you? All these things you are doing. Did you get (laughs) um, instructions from headquarters to be insulting somebody else because of your political affiliations? Did I send you to forget yourself? And I'm trying to tie the two. Don't forget, we are talking Valentine and politics. Did I send you to taint yourself 
and taint my name. All in the name of Valentine. Who sent you? Praise God. And that's what you should be asking yourself. Before you type, ask yourself, is this vetoed from head office? Is this approved from head office? Before you invite that girl over, because you have plans, before you go and visit that boy, ask yourself, who am I representing right now? Praise God. Because don't be deceived. God is watching and he's taking scores. He's taking count. God cannot be mocked. So it looks like a light thing. For you to just pick your phone and just type a few things in support or in opposition. It looks like a small thing for you to be planning for a very dirty February 14. But you need to con- Some people are laughing too much. Especially when it comes to the Valentine thing. Don't get desperate though. And I think I've said this so many times this year. Don't be afraid. Now that's for the people that think that they've waited for so long. Please don't be afraid. To the point where you start acting in desperation. When it's time to flourish, your testimony will be sweet though. But if you can't use all your phone mouth to tell your testimony, that's another thing. Praise God. So be mindful of who you are representing, who sent you. Always ask yourself, who sent me? Who sent me? Praise God. I think I should read something so that you get the parallel. So this is what I'm saying. I'm reading a lot because, like I said, this was downloaded. I didn't, anyway, you, you see why I'm saying that. Is it wrong to celebrate love? So, what's the answer? No, Abby. It's not wrong to celebrate love. So I said, absolutely not. Uh, but you cannot let the world dictate to you the standards and the terms that which, at which you do it. Because what happens essentially in this season is that we let the world tell us how to love. And the world is distorted and perverse. So what do you think they want to teach you? Or what message do you think they can possibly have that is better than what you already have or what has been given to you? Second thing, is it wrong to vote or to be political? Absolutely not. But you cannot let the world dictate to you the standards and terms that you are going to run it. Same thing with love. In every situation, you do not let the world tell you what to do or how to do it. Because we already have a manual. Praise God. We have a manual that shows us the right way to run these affairs. Praise God. For if you haven't prayed, I don't, I don't want to be calling out anybody, but if you pray as much as you've been typing in terms of politics... I think things will be a bit different. If not externally, you will have a peace beyond the clamoring in your soul right now. That clamoring is there because you are not doing what you are supposed to be doing. You are like a dog that is trying to to uh, clock like a hen. 
You are like an eagle that is flying below what is supposed to be flying. You are soiling your hands in the affairs of a kingdom that is so transient. So, <laughs> there is a limit to what anybody can do in this country or in any country for that matter. I hope you are aware. Because whether we like it or not, the world is going, is winding down. And it's not going to get better. I'm, I'm afraid to, I'm not so afraid. I'm careful to say that it's not going to get better. But it's not going to get better in the general scheme of things. But you do know that because you are here, some people will die and they've never suffered in another country. Like they enjoyed what the government of that country had to do for them till they died. Abby? So that's why people are going to Canada and US and UK now. Because there is a system that makes things work. Now whether other policies are good or not, it doesn't matter because social welfare is good. Am I making sense? So you can pray for that. So we can pray and make sure that things go well for Nigeria. So we can always pray that it will be well with Nigeria. And not have the mindset that oh, because the world is winding down, so let everything just be destroyed. No, no, no. You can still pray for the good of the land you are in so that you can eat the fat and the good of that land. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you don't have to suffer. That's what I'm saying. Not, not, not what I'm saying. Alright? So, in all of this, and, and I think that's, um, there was a department that um, they sent some of the things they were planning for this month to me. And I was like, oh, this is very nice. But can you remove, can you change it to something else? Because by the time you start agreeing with the world that this is Valentine, then it's almost like you want to, you are, you are ready to shoehorn yourself into the principles that will guide Valentine. Do you understand what I'm saying? So can you call it, can you find something, can we be creative about how, how we name it? It looks light, Abby, but it's a mindset thing. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says what? Don't be conformed. That's two now, sorry. That's, okay, let's start from one. Romans 12, 1. Romans 12, 2 is one that talks about the mind. Romans 12, verse 1. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, um, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2, be not conformed to this world. Okay? It says, but we transform by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is, uh, what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I didn't want to name it what it is, but this is a sermon about consecration. Where you choose to set yourself apart from what the world will naturally do. And it is not a joyous thing. It is a painful process. Because the natural flow of things is pleasure. We seek pleasure wherever we can. If you have an option between pleasure and pain, which one will you choose? That's what I'm saying. Because somebody was just looking like, ah, no. It's not hard. The natural man will gravitate towards pleasure. But we're saying that deny yourself and conform to what God has in mind because you are not from here. 
That's what we're saying essentially. Praise God. Praise the Lord. So I'm going to read something and this, okay. Because like I said, I really want us to pray. So beyond all this, and then of course we know about Daniel, how he chose not to be defiled by the king's meat, um, and how God chose. Because after he said those things and they were tested again, they saw that they were fairer and looked better than the other. I'm trying to summarize. I hope we're catching it. All right. Um, and they looked at them, they saw they were, they were fairer, they were finer than all the other guys after the 10 days. Uh, and then after that, God now blessed them with wisdom. Okay? So it was after they chose to consecrate themselves that God favored them. Alright? So, and I need to make that clear. So now this is where I'm going. Oh, before I go there. Okay, we'll do that in second service. So, I want to read some things. Um, during workers' meeting, um, I think it was Johnson, he said that it's not a bad thing to travel. All right. Well, I'll read some things and then we'll pray. Is that fine? All right. Um, so this is a prophecy. Yes. You are still waiting. There will be major revivals by reason of this mass exodus. Um, we have been worried that these people, that's people that have left, we have actually went ahead and gave it a name, Jack Barbie. Okay. It says, we've been worried that these people will be tainted by the new culture that they are finding themselves. And indeed, some have been tainted. Praise God. You know them. How many of us here do not have somebody that has traveled or know somebody that has traveled? Exactly. How many of us are still traveling? Don't raise your hands. Because you can't collect all your naira. Okay. So we've been worried that these people will be tainted by the new culture. And some have. Um, but like the prodigal son, there will be a coming back to themselves. And the Bible says about the prodigal son that he came to himself. He had gone, he went far. But what I would say is he came to himself. He came to a moment of realization. Amen. All the people that have gone, or let me say, this is what I was written. All these ones, I said, will carry a light. Listen. Will carry a light and an indignation that is backed by God. There will be reversals of policies because these ones will pray. And they will influence the culture and the policies of their new habitations. Uh, the devil thought to frustrate many. So a lot of people left because of frustration. Am I correct? Everybody, 98% left out of frustration. Am I right? The devil thought to frustrate many. But what he has succeeded in doing is to disperse seed. So this is what I hear. It is our turn to return the favor. What does that mean? These people brought Jesus to us. It's our turn to take it back to them. Praise God. So, like I said, we are going to pray. There is nobody here that is not affected. There is nobody here that doesn't have somebody that's gone. There is nobody here that is not afraid that the person that has gone will not be the same person that will come back. Even before now, 1995, 96, 97, a lot of people that I know that went, 
in secondary school and, and university, a lot of them came back with distorted thinking, where one of them was telling him that his favorite pastor in the UK is gay. And then one of them came back gay. <laughs> and it's not funny. So we're going to pray that that's coming to themselves. So this is what is going to happen. People, I'm sure you know about the things that are happening in the UK where they're talking about making some things mandatory in, in primary schools. They're going to start teaching about all the different gender types and gender roles and, and, and sexual affiliations and all of that. And so this is what is going to happen. We are going to get angry and we are the foreigners. Did you get that? And we are going to rise and because we are so many, we will become a voice that cannot begin said. And because we are backed by prayer and by God, you will start to see in the news things um, being reversed. And he said that this is not a short, in fact, the title I put for this message was chess, not checkers. God is playing a long game. Praise God. So what I'm talking about is not going to happen this year. But you will take note of it and you are not going to stop praying. Until you see the fulfillment of these things. Like I said, this is our turn to return the favor. Praise God. So if this resonates with you. Because I believe you have the spirit of God in you. So you are going to rise to your feet and you are going to pray for... It's been a while that we prayed for a revival, but this is a weird kind of revival. It's almost like reverse revival. Like the people that brought it to us, we are taking it back to them. So we are going to rise to our feet and we are going to pray. Think of the person that has traveled in your family or around you. And start to lift that person up because he is going to be a light in the community that he is. He's going to become a voice. If this is a time to pray in the spirit, you cannot pray this on the understanding because you don't know how it will happen. You, you cannot. Your understanding will fight it because we are a small number, so it seems, until we are backed by God and then we become the majority. The Bible says concerning Joseph that God took him from his house and took him to far away Egypt and used him. God used Joseph. In Joseph's mind, his testimony that he was, he became the prime minister of Egypt. But the long game is that God is preserving and is raising Israel within Egypt. Till Egypt, till, till Israel became a great nation. Within Egypt. Uh, these ones will come back to the fold. These ones will come back to the fold. These ones will find Jesus again. 
these ones will find light again. Their light is being restored. Their light is being restored. Male broso toliendes. Reka so tole broso siatas. Reka so tele brosos. Ah, we call you back home. For as many that have fallen away, we call you back home. Ah, reka tele broso tole brosiatas. Reka taliende le brosa. Raba katalam producientes. Reka taliendos. Ah, we declare the reopening of embassies all over the UK, all over the US, all over Canada. Ah, rakataliasus. Reketaliendo labros. Ekataliende lebrosis. Rekataliabras. Megadulias talamandes. Rabakatale brigades. This ones will find God again. There will arise within them righteous indignation. That is powered by God. Ah, Rabakatalias. They will not just be praying. They will be affecting policies. They will be affecting policies. And God will give them a voice. And a word that cannot be gainsaid. In the name of Jesus. there will come a boldness upon them. There will come a boldness upon them to stand for what is true and what is right. To stand for God and to reverse policies. In the name of Jesus. Rabba Catalia Bros. Ah, male broso tolia brosus. E catali bradisientes. Recatele brosus. Me recadesis. Ah, thank you for a community. Recosol brosiente lebros. E catalia brusientes. Male broso tolia bros. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Daniel 1.8 And Daniel proposed in his heart, he proposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat. Now, Daniel was in a group of some people. I believe there were four. So there was Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, and the king has already um, assigned a portion of his meat to them. But the king in his mind thought he was making them fresh. Uh, some people are going there because in their minds, that's the solution to their problems. Uh, but, but Daniel was in a group and he determined that he would not eat the king's meat. He would not defile himself. He will not defile himself. These ones will not be defiled. 
Now God had brought, now this is prophetic. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. This one to find unusual favor. Uh, with the people that are supposed to be um, answering to governments and all of that, they will find favor that their cases will be different. And he was afraid. The prince of the eunuch was afraid that the king would be angry. And Daniel said, prove your servants, I beseech thee, ten days. So Daniel said what he said. And after this, God now gave them knowledge and skill. Verse 17, God gave them knowledge and skill and all that. So after 10 days, they checked them and saw that they were better. Our children will be better. Uh, because they are not defiled. Okay. And for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill and learning and wisdom. Uh, so that one is the part where they will be able to now give the kind of wisdom that will change policies and actually steer the nation towards God. So this is the prayer. It was Daniel that spoke, not Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So we are going to relocate. They relocated, but we are relocating them in the spirit where they will be in a righteous company. So that when one person is angry, the rest of them will have no choice but to follow suit. It was Daniel that said we will not defile ourselves. But because Daniel was in their group, they were not defiled. Did you see that? And then years later, probably, they now were able to stand on their by themselves and say, we are not careful to answer you, O king, in this matter. Daniel was not there. Daniel was not there. When the king told them to bow to the graven image, Daniel was not there. But they had gotten enough from Daniel to be able to stand on their own and say that we are not careful to bow to you in this matter. If you want to kill us, we will die. If God will save us, he will save us. So we are going to relocate them in the spirit. That yes, they've gone. But we are placing them in righteous company. In the name of Jesus. Let's pray. That they will begin to find themselves. They will begin to cluster. They will begin to come together. Communities of believers will start to form. Regardless of geographical location. They will not become lost in the system. We locate them now in the system. We locate them now in the system. And we place them in righteous company. Uh, where they will be able to stand on their own and speak out where they will be able to make declarations and God will be backing it
Enga Lucietas Capalevridis Meriabra Lucietas Barreque Sete Libros Raca Satana Braconusia Reque Sete Libros Malebro Lucienta Libra Grasa Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Because we will see a performance of the things that we have said We'll see a performance of things we are prayed for. Reba Sutoli Ebros. Ekatalabros. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you because you see the end from the beginning. We thank you because you are omniscience. You are the beginning, you are the end. You have all knowledge. You are omnipresent. You are not bound by geography. You are not bound by time. Thank you because the devil is not your opponent. He is a creation. And he will always make mistakes. His mistake was frustrating these people out of this country. We declare and we rename this one's seed in the name of Jesus. We declare that their light begins to ignite afresh. That the passion for God and his righteousness begins to be stirred up in their hearts once again. We declare a coming back to themselves for those that are falling away in the name of Jesus. And even though these ones have relocated geographically, we declare that we are relocating them in the spirit where they begin to find one another. They begin to strengthen one another in the faith. They begin to grow. They begin to flourish. You start to grant them wisdom and unusual favor. And we declare that these ones will become a voice that will guide and, and, and reverse policies in the name of Jesus. We speak a boldness upon them. They will not become cowering citizens where they are going, but they will speak with the boldness of one that is backed by God. Uh, we declare unusual signs and wonders will be rough in their hands. So that when they do these things, these miracles, these signs and these wonders, they will be able to point people to Jesus and to the righteous way. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. We thank you. And then there's somebody here, probably you haven't given your life to Christ. Uh, We can't be praying for people outside this country and now pray for you. So it is time for you to come to yourself. So maybe you never even knew Jesus. Or maybe you lost your way. There is restoration tonight. The same grace that has been released and sent outside the shores of this country is present in the house. So you are not born again or you found that you've lost your relationship with Christ. I'd like to just shoot your hand high above your head so I can see you. Because you are all standing. Services are already at an end. So you want to know Jesus. You want a restoration. You want to flourish. You want to do Valentine and politics God's way. Uh, politics God's way is that you will decree a thing and it will come to pass. 
That is politics God's way. It is not a democracy. Praise God. We might be in a democracy, but we are under the authority of one who does not deal in democracies. You will put a word in your mouth, you will declare it, and you will see it come to pass. That's how it works. So, you are not born again. I'd like to pray with you. Just put your hand up above your head. Let me pray with you. If you have anybody like that in the house. And we celebrate Jesus. Praise God. Can, 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 can you just, in that same flow, just lift God high. Just magnify the Lord with me. You are high and you are lifted up. Hallelujah. If you know that God is worthy of all your worship and all your praise and all the glory, can you just raise a shout of praise unto our Father? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. All right. Um, if you can see the person next to you, just help me wish them a good morning and a happy new month. Okay, that was your cue to put on the lights uh, so that they can see each other. Thank you. All right. Fantastic. All right, please take our seats. Let's take our seats. God is awesome. Praise God. Okay. Don't worry, I'm, I'm trying to charge my own self up too as I'm saying all these things. Praise God. Because I don't know how I'm going to replicate all we did in first service. If you are around for first service, can you please just show me? Raise your hand. We are not many. I'd have told you to just tell the other person beside you. I don't know what you are going to do. Praise God. Um, so let's start. Uh, let's start with someone. So we'll read it together. Uh, but before we go into someone, um, Somebody said this morning that they woke up at 4 a.m. and then they went to queue for fuel. And in their minds, when they got, when they get there, in their minds, that was the thinking before they left the house. That when they get there, that at least they'll be at the gates. So that when they open the gates, they'll just enter and buy. But that when they got it, they were number 89 on the queue. Hey, and then they still did not buy. So I don't know if I should not say you get well in Jesus' name. Is that a real prayer nowadays? You you get well in Jesus' name. Okay, I was just testing the waters. 
And you won't have to buy your Naira in Jesus' name. Because now the tithes that you don't want to pay. And you are now paying it freely. Which every Naira you spend, you are spending one ten. That's if you are buying. But um, I was told, somebody actually advised me to inform my church members. So I'm doing that now. Please don't sell. They will catch you. Amen. Like literally now. DSS is going around catching people. So don't sell. I'm not there. If you call me, I won't pick. Okay, I will pick. And then if I know why you are calling, I will cut it. Because you've been warned. Amen. Right. So Psalm 1. Alright, can we read together? One, two, read. Blessed is the man must stand in the way of sinners, must seated in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaves shall also not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. Praise God. So like I said um, in first service, and I'll be referring to first service a lot, so please, um, I would advise that you get first service. I, I would I would strongly advise you to get for service. Download it, listen to it during the week. Um, and there was something. So today is going to be, and I got this, in fact, between first and second, so just a couple of minutes ago. So today is more of a commissioning on both sides of the divide. You understand in a bit. All right. Um, so he says all these things. And then if you look at uh, word for the year, because I mean, it just looks like okay, so now even our own currency is, is scarce. Um, we are queuing for fuel, we're struggling to get PVCs. Everything seems to be some kind of a struggle. Even the things are supposed to be normal. Thank God they are not in charge of the air we are breathing. Abby? If not, I, I, I can't imagine how much you will be paying for that on top of everything you are going through right now. Praise God. And so God's gifts, those ones are free. All our problems are man-made. Amen. Um, but like I was saying in first service, um, if you look at this scripture and then you look at our word for the year, they, they kind of look alike. If you only look at verse 3, praise God. It says, you'll be like a tree that is planted by the waters, uh, that its leaves do not go dry. It, it sounds like flourish, isn't it? But then, God just opened my eyes to certain things here also. He said that for every time he mentioned this kind of thing, like in those two instances at the very least, he also addressed the wicked. So he said, the wicked are not so. In other words, the wicked will not flourish. Amen. That was a prayer. That was, you've gone through, you are going through stuff. 
you should learn to be discerning to know when there are prayers and prophecies so that you can be agree with it. So he said the wicked are not so, they will not flourish. If you look at um, the Psalm 92 as well, in the earlier part, he said the same thing. That the wicked, in your, in your eyes now, they look like they may be flourishing, but they are setting themselves up for judgment. Okay. So, the wicked will not prosper in this land. Um, his promise to us that, is that he will give us righteousness as our exact and peace as our officers. That is what we are standing upon. That is what we believe. And that is what we will see in the name of Jesus. So, um, this will be like a, I'm trying to mirror a bit. Um, first service because first service was supposed to be and is a prophetic service. Okay? So that's why a lot of things may not be written down. Amen? But God will help us. Amen. That was also a prayer. Be helping me. You have to help me. Come, number one, it's my birthday today. So you need to encourage me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Don't stress me today. Say amen what you are saying. Say amen. Curse. Help me curse the people you are supposed to curse. And let's bless the people that need to be blessed. Amen. amen. Thank you. Alright. Um, so. It says. The righteous will flourish. But the Amphite classic like we know. says the uncompromisingly righteous. Will flourish. Abby. And. Um. Without missing words, this is that thing about where we are talking about consecration. Where we are talking about you setting yourself apart. That is what the, the Psalm 1 guy was doing. He was deliberately removing himself from situations where he would have to be a scorner or a scoffer or, or a wicked person. Do you understand? It is a deliberate act. You will need to separate yourself for you to, because a lot of these things are conditional. Most of the time we think that God is just going to come from heaven and just sprinkle flourishing. But he says the uncompromisingly righteous are the ones that will flourish like a palm tree. Did you see that? Okay. So like I said earlier, there are two major things happening this month. So the first thing, um, we have elections coming up. Amen. So regardless of what they are trying to do, um, God's will will be done. Okay? Um, second thing, like I said, that is almost even more important, is that Valentine is coming. Like winter. is coming. If you get it, you need to renew your mind. Um, and with these two things I mean we have all of the other things happening but like I said these are two life changing situations Abby the politics of our country life changing isn't it Valentine if done wrong nine months from now life changing your life will never remain the same again 
ask Erin a single mother, your life will not remain the same again. Amen. And don't fall into the trap of your spouse. It's now that they remember that every day is the day we celebrate love. Don't agree. Amen. You are looking at your husband, you are laughing. I'm not there. I won't say to quarrel. <laughs> Amen. But in the midst of all of this, uh, uh, um, because the Bible is talking about us being separated and being consecrated unto him, he's not saying that we are not going to be involved in some of the things that are happening while we are here on earth because we are still here. Praise God. We are still here. So as much as we are celebrating the month of love, and we're also um, getting ready for the elections and all that, it's a mindset behind it that I want us to address today. So I'm not saying you should not celebrate, and I'm not saying you should not do your civic or perform your civic duties. Do you understand? I am saying that you will not do these things as if you belong here. I am saying that you need to have a mindset of someone who is more of an outsider because I have seen too many people get too emotional, especially about the politics of the, sorry, the politics of this country. They've gotten so emotional that after a while they start making enemies on behalf of people that will never meet them, on behalf of people that don't care about them. Praise God. So one of the first things you need to ask yourself is, who am I? In all of this, because I was in my mind, I was still trying to juggle, okay, how do, which one should I take? Should we be taking the month of love or should we be taking the political aspect? How do you marry the two? And the Holy Spirit told me, you're like, what, what's, what's the common denominator in anything you have to do while you're here on earth? It's you. So you are still the same person in all of these scenarios. So you need to have an understanding, number one, of who you are. If you can define who you are, then you can position yourself in these affairs, in these processes, let me say. So if you remember who you are, then you will have a sense of perspective that will be different from the typical Nigerian. Because eight years will come and go, whether you like it or not. They will either perform or they will not, whether you like it or not. Am I making sense? Okay. But you are still going to be the constant in all of this. If you don't get it right in terms of defining who you are and all the other things I'm going to talk about, then you've missed it. Because you become encumbered with the affairs of this world that you have no business encumbering yourself with or entangling yourself with. Praise God. So, who are you? You're an embassy. Did somebody tell somebody I'm an embassy? <laughs> Say it like 
you actually are aware I am an embassy. Okay, so I will explain. I was, like I said, I'll refer to first service. I was, um, the, the, the American embassy in Nigeria is not Nigeria. Do we know that? Do you know that they might, I, I went there a couple of, a while back actually, and I saw them bringing in like a shipment of bottled water from the U.S. for the consulate in Nigeria. Did you get that? They don't drink our water. That's what I'm trying to tell you. At least at that time. There was a, the last time I renewed a visa. As I got there, the woman at the, people collecting the passports, she took my passport because there were a few of them. And then she was removing, you know how you use a rubber band to hold your passport together? Okay? She was removing my rubber band. Like, until there's nothing wrong with this rubber band. And she was like, hey, he's Nigerian. And she was putting American rubber bands that looked exactly the same. I was annoyed. I'm like, auntie, but you're not, you're in Nigeria. You're behaving like an American because you work here. They, they allowed you to work here, now you're feeling. You're feeling like, well, well how do they say, you're feeling like a main character. The American embassy in Nigeria is not in Nigeria. I'm not sure if you've seen movies where there's turmoil in the land and they're sending their, is this SWAT or SWAT, all those marine type situations and they come and they are protecting the embassy. And you'll notice that one of the last things they will bring down is the flag. By the time they bring down that flag, they're saying that this is no longer American territory. That is when you now see the enemy try to flood that kind of place in the movie. Abi? You're acting like I'm the only canal person here. Have you seen those kind of movies before? Thank you. I told you not to stress me today. But you get what I'm saying? When you realize that you're an embassy, then you realize that you cannot be, it's like, American embassy in Nigeria, the, the, what do they call him? The ambassador insulting me because of Peter Obi. Like we're trading words on Twitter. He has no business trading words because his mindset is like, I'm an American. I'm just on assignment here. In other words, and we have seen situations where the home office will recall an ambassador. Like that thing you said, who sent you? In case you don't know, it happens. They will recall a diplomat that come, come home. It's like you are getting too Nigerian for a liking. Come and reset. That's what happens. Though. And that's what a lot of us are doing when we entangle ourselves. We are literally tying ourselves to the affairs of this world. Almost like we don't even want to be citizens of heaven, which we are. I don't know if that's why they call some people home. Like, come to head office. We want to see you first. That thing that you said, how far? 
I don't know. Praise God. So that we don't go and spoil things beyond what is our job description. Praise God. So, you're an embassy. Alright? Um, you need to remember who sent you. Because God is asking, who sent you? So, for every time you are going to send a message or do something or say something, either towards this Valentine situation or towards the elections, which both are happening this month, ask yourself, who sent me? You can say it in broken self. Who sent me? Like, seriously, this thing I want to do now, who, who sent the mindset of someone who is supposed to be on the outside. We run by different laws and I'll still get to that. Praise God. Who sent you? And then the third thing. Am I exhibiting the culture, the power, the love that I've already been equipped with for my mission on this earth in every of these situations. So let me explain. You will ask yourself, for whatever plans you have for either the elections or Valentine's Day, can I um, grab one of you on February 14, 10 p.m.? Can I just blindfold myself and grab one of you and say, please help me come and lay hands on my son? Or do we need to cast out the devil from you first because of the nonsense that I already had in mind? I don't think I was this harsh in first service. I said I was going to be nice. But do you understand what I'm saying? Do I need to first question your Christianity or your spirituality? before I ask you to carry out a spiritual task. Can I take you from where you are having dinner, grab you, and like, this boy is convulsing, lay hands on him. Are you going to make him worse when you lay hands on him because there will be several more demons added to the boy because of the madness that was already residing? Will you be able to preach Jesus to that same person that you've been insulting on Twitter because of your political affiliations? Will that person listen to you? I mean, so what's our groups now? You can, I can't send those people to go and evangelize because they spot ground. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm not old. I'm young. Praise God. So I'm going to read. And then we're going to pray. So this is that kind of service. We're going to pray. Um, So this is a prophecy. If you've never heard a prophecy before. So how many of us have people that have traveled? Or how many of us are traveling? Or better still, how many of us do not 
I think it's even easier. How many of us don't have somebody that traveled or are not planning to travel ourselves? Exactly. So, nobody. So, we are all aware that there is a mass exodus. Abi? All right. So, I'm going to read this. All right. So, please listen. This is actually very important. We've laughed and all that, but this is very, very important. Okay. So, there will be major revivals by reason of the mass exodus. All right. It says, we have been worried that these people will be tainted by their new culture. And indeed, some have already been tainted. You know of some people that have stopped going to church from the moment they traveled. Abby? You know of some people that have actually backslidden, um, lost their way, so to speak. It says that, but like the prodigal son, there will be a coming back to themselves. Amen? Um, the prodigal son, the Bible records that after a while, while he was with the pigs, the Bible says he came to himself. Okay. They'll be coming back to themselves. It says, all these ones will carry a light and an indignation that is backed by God. It says there'll be reversals of policies because these ones will pray. And they will not only pray, they will influence the culture and the policies of their new habitations. In other words, we've heard, I don't know if you heard the, I think more recent ones about the UK, for instance, that they were saying that they're going to make it compulsory from September for primary schools to start teaching about sexual orientation and that the sexual orientation is not man and woman. Same sex. And then all the other sexes and genders and all those things. Abby, we've heard it, or at least we've seen it. Okay. So the going of these people is going to reverse a lot of these policies. Amen? All right. So let's continue. So there will be reversals of policies because this also pray and will influence the culture and policies of their new habitations. Um, the devil thought to frustrate many. So a lot of people that left, left out of frustration. Am I correct? Am I correct? The devil thought to frustrate many, but what he has succeeded in doing is to disperse seed. Did you get that? What the devil meant for evil. So the, the actual message, when, when I was writing this, and I, okay, so let's give you a title. For some weird reason, and because a lot of things were not really rhyming with what I was saying, but the title I got was Chess, Not Checkers. In other words, God is playing a long game. Meanwhile, the devil is saying short term gain and thinks he's winning, but he's not winning. Hallelujah. So, this is what I hear it is our turn to return the favor. You, you didn't get that. These people brought Jesus to us. It is our turn to take Jesus back to them. You understand it now? Okay. So it's our turn to return the favor. So your next steps, our next steps, like I said, this is a commissioning. So we are commissioning on both sides of the divide. We are commissioning, we are being commissioned to become intercessors. So you're not just going to say bye-bye and expect dollars and pounds and euros from people that have traveled. You're actually going to start praying for them 
that they will become a voice. That first they will receive light and then they will become a voice. Then when they become a voice, they will come together and their voice will not be gainsaid. To the point where, like the Bible, like this said here, like he said here, there will become a, there will be a rising indignation, a holy indignation in the hearts of our people that are over there, that when they start to speak, they will begin to correct policies. That my son will not go to a school where they are telling him that it has to be Adam and Steve and he has to take it like that. It will be Adam and Eve. Praise God. So their voices will rise so loud and they will be backed by the power of God himself that when they speak, they cannot be negated. They will not go into the land and become a cowering voice. Their voice will be loud. They cannot be ignored. That is the power that is going with them. But it is on you now to intercede for them for these things to come to pass. So that's commissioning on this end. Commissioning on that end is that men will begin to come to themselves. They'll begin to arise. They'll begin to band together. They will not be lone voices. God is going to start bringing them together. So we're going to rise up and we're going to pray. We'll have just a few minutes to pray. On one hand, you are going to be praying that you will not stop. So your, your first prayer is for yourself. And that's why I said, yeah, next steps, pray for our sons and daughters to receive the vision and to wake up to their responsibilities. Then you will watch what God will do. I'm not saying it will happen next month. That's why you will not keep quiet when it comes to praying for these people. Or for yourselves if you are traveling. Did you get that? There's going to be a reverse, I don't know if it's reverse, but there's going to be a reverse revival. Now we are the ones taking Jesus to them. Amen. You will not understand the import of what you are doing until you start to see the results of it. This is the time to pray in tongues. If you never knew how to pray in tongues, you will learn, you will find out, you will read, you will study, you will have hands laid on you, you have been prayed for. But this is the time to pray in tongues. We don't know how this will happen. But we know that God has spoken. And these are the things we will see. So if you have anybody outside the shores of this country that have left in the circumstances, under the circumstances I just read out, you will pray for them. You cannot be happy that they are just sending dollars and pounds if their children are coming back gay. Amen. You cannot be happy if they come back with distorted views about what God is really about. What they are telling you that the Bible is just good fiction. That's what happens to people that go. I know them. I was sharing in first service. Two people that I know that left way earlier than all of this mass exodus. One came back gay. The other came back and was telling me that her favorite, it was actually a lady, her favorite pastor, her favorite preacher in her church is actually gay. Those are the realities. So let us lift our voices using those people that have left. Your people, your sons, your daughters, your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, your colleagues, your neighbors that have left. You are going to pray them into this commission. You are going to pray that light to be found in them.
till it becomes a raging fire that cannot be quenched. You are going to stir up that hunger within them again in the place of prayer. Masata lebrosisietes. Reka sata librarusa. Raka sete lebrosisiente librarusa. Raga soto libradisiente librarusa talieses. Rebo soto librarusa taliende librarusas. Rabaka sata librarusa librarasas. God is opening embassies through these people in all these places. God is opening embassies, is establishing embassies through these people in all these places, in the UK, in the US, in Canada, in Australia, in Ireland, in Scotland. Embassies are being opened as we are praying in the spirit. Embassies are being opened as we are praying in the spirit. Mahande lebosiata libradusis. Rekete librodusiatis. They will not forget the instructions and the way of life and the culture that has been passed into them by the Holy Spirit when they left the shores of this place. They are carriers of light. They bring light into darkness and the darkness will not be able to withstand it. The darkness will not be able to comprehend in the name of Jesus. Their lives will not be swallowed up by the darkness. That is your prayer. Think of your brother. Think of the last time he went to church. Think of the last time you spoke to him and how worried you are that this person might stray. Then use that same passion and pray for him. Pray that there be a restoration. That there will be a coming back to themselves. That they will not forget where they came from. Lake told theaters. For some of them, they will not forget the things that they have seen, the things they have heard things that they have handled it will not become like a dream to them it will become their reality these ones will be worthy ambassadors of Christ they take Christ with them wherever they go they take Christ with them wherever they go they will not be corrupted by a weird and perverse culture in the name of Jesus we declare the victory of God in all these nations, in the name of Jesus, Rabba Sotoli Produciatus, Rabba Casata Labosia Telebros, Inganabosia Telebrasis, Ekeleboso Toli Braduceta, Rabba Casata Lebrosis, Rekesetelebrosis, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit just reminded me of something I said in first service. It wasn't written down. It actually came to me while I was I was ministering. And he said, if you look at um, Daniel one, so Daniel was put in the in a group. He was in the same group, so to speak, as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We know the story, don't we? 
So they were put together and then they were going to be given the king's meat. And the Bible says that Daniel determined that he would not be defiled by the king's meat. Do we remember that? Not Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Daniel. But because Daniel was in that group, they were treated the same way. Did you get that? So the prayer is this. We are calling them, so they've relocated, just like I said earlier. They've relocated physically, geographically. But now we are relocating them in the spirit. Where we are going to now start putting them in righteous company. They are going to start finding themselves. They are going to start finding themselves. I'm like, wow. Oh, you're a Christian. Mark, I did not say you are from this season. You're a Christian. You're a believer. You believe in Jesus Christ. We start to band together. And then God reminded me that later on, they had gotten to that stage, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, where they were able to stand on their own and say that, Oh, king, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. We will not bow. Daniel was not there. Daniel did not speak. But they had caught enough of the fire from Daniel's initial boldness to now be able to stand on their own and say that we will not stand for this. So we are going to pray for a boldness. So number one, we are relocating them into godly and righteous company. Number two, they, they are going to now start to, iron will start to sharpen iron until everybody is sharp. Till everybody can stand boldly and declare that this will not stand in this locality. This will not stand in this county. This will not stand in this country because I am here. And then what happens? God starts to back certain things up with signs and wonders. They will speak and God will back it up. They will say something and the people will wonder, well, how can these people say these things and get away with it? And it's because there is a God that is backing their words with power. Did you get the progression? So you are going to first relocate them and they are praying for a boldness that will come upon them that they will be able to stand on their own by themselves and become influencers in their own rights and become the agents of change in their own locality and in the country that they find themselves. Let us pray. They will begin to find themselves. The God by His Spirit will begin to draw them from afar and from near. Begin to use things, situations, circumstances. They'll begin to find themselves and they be, they'll begin to declare their own, their, their, the, the truth of God's word. They'll begin to recognize themselves. They'll begin to recognize themselves. You, begun, you belong to Christ. You belong to Christ. I stand for God. I stand for Christ. Ah, Lebros, Sociantes. They will not have the boldness at the beginning. But now we begin to declare that a boldness comes upon them by reason of their associations that they begin to speak and to pray and bring change and turn around in policies in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you have started. 
thank you because you win at the end of the day. Oh Lord, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for our ways are not your ways. Your thoughts are way higher than our thoughts. Uh, for some of us, we thought we had lost this ones, but we thank you because the fire is beginning to start to be flamed in them again. In the name of Jesus, we see that there is a coming back to themselves. Uh, we speak and we declare that these ones are coming home in the name of Jesus. Uh, they are returning to the fold in the mighty name of Jesus. Stronger, better, more mature than ever in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we speak to the north, the south, the east, and the west. We declare that for everywhere people have been dispersed, we commission you seeds in the name of Jesus. We declare that you are light bearers in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare that you begin to find each other. It begins to, the, the Holy Spirit begins to draw you one to another, one to another by the Spirit that is within each and every one of you. You begin to band together and your voice becomes strong in the land in the name of Jesus. Uh, the Bible says concerning Joseph, his testimony was that he became the, the, the uh, prime minister of Egypt. But there was a bigger picture. The Bible says, I think in one, uh, Psalm 107, it says that God sent him to Egypt to go and prepare the way for Israel. He went there to be a preservative for Israel because Israel was few, but by the time Israel was living, they were a great nation. So what is happening now is that they are one, two, scattered all over the place, but as they begin to come together, they become the voice of a great nation. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we declare that there is a revival in the lands that they are going. They are carrying revival with them in the name of Jesus. They are carrying reformation with them in the name of Jesus. They carry reversal of policies with them in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you praise. And Lord, we commit ourselves to praying for these ones. Uh, until we see this change, and I declare that it will be to be a public thing, we'll see it in the news. We'll see this confirmation of the things that we have prayed about in the news, in the papers, in the policies regarding Nigeria, because they will be indebted to us. In the name of Jesus, Father, we give you praise. Lord, we give you praise. 